Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. News about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans. Watching war crimes unfold on television. Reports of Russia's human rights abuses and violations of international humanitarian law are mounting by the hour. We're fighting just for our land and for our freedom. We're strong. We're Ukrainians. Extremely worrying. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. All right, welcome in. It is News and Views back in the studio. Welcome in. Lots to talk about today. Uh, do want to get to this first before we get to the State of the Union. One person is dead. Another person is injured in a head-on crash in Terrell County. Happened earlier today. The Department of Public Safety says one of its correctional officers was involved in the crash, but was not the person that was killed. Sergeant Jason Williams of the Highway Patrol said the names of the person who died, the correctional officer, and anyone else who was involved in the crash have not been released. Uh, ongoing investigation, and uh, as we get more information, we'll pass it along. Um, That's uh, Columbia area? Yeah, up, in, not, up yeah. near Columbia, exactly. Somewhere between Plymouth and Columbia. Um, could we get a uh, sobriety check for Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, if you watch the State of the Union address, you know, in a sense, I have to. I've heard a lot of people that said I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> um, and it seemed. I mean, first of all, the 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 speech was poorly delivered. I mean, he slurred his way through it. It, it was, and this could be a reflection of his old age. I don't think he's ever been a great. We know he's not a good writer of speeches because he used to plagiarize them. It, yeah, it, it's definitely. I, I'm I'm so tired of hearing the Democrats talk about Joe Biden's you know stuttering issue he's dealt with his whole life, and. Well, how about a slurring issue? Yeah. Dealt with and, what am I doing here? Yeah, what was he doing? No, but I've, I've heard that these arguments ever since he's been in office, basically. Well, he's always had a stuttering issue. Now, Joe Biden has always had had have said incredibly stupid things. Mm-hmm. But he's— Proved he's, it again last night. He's never you know, said the wrong word at the wrong time. Um, I mean, last night was just—it was awful. <laughs> The uh, getting back to Nancy before we get to Joe, there was one point in there. I, for first of all, she was just she had that goofy smile on her face. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. She with was it. standing up and sitting down. I mean, at one point he was talking about the soldiers <laughs> that had come back with all kinds of uh, health issues because they had been near burn pits. Is that when she did the hand rub? Yeah, she started crazy. doing hand yeah. rubs and, and, and stands up and starts applauding that we have soldiers that are coming back and dying and be, and having cancer because of the burn pits and she's standing up and clapping. I guess she was like Chuck Schumer and forgot the script, I guess. Was wrong place in the line. Boy, that was Sunday the truth. <laughs> that, was, that was so obvious when Chuck, Chuckles the Clown Schumer <laughs> jumps up <laughs> And starts applauding when everybody else it was booing, <laughs> and he, he started looking around. Oh, oh, oh! I'm I'm five seconds early. He didn't sit back down, but then he waits for Joe Biden to catch up with his applause. And wow! I mean, they they 
it's almost like those old shows back in the 70s, the game shows, where they hold up the applause sign, oh, yeah. and hold up the laughter oh, oh, yeah. sign. <laughs> oh, well, listen, they almost needed that last well, night. And, and I, I promise you that they, they hand out to the Democrats. Two cards. Well, they hand out the script of the, of the speech, and there's clearly printed on there when to stand up and applaud, when to mm-hmm. cheer. Mm-hmm. The, um, <laughs> and I, and I, I have to say that after the event was over, the speech was over, and fortunately it wasn't a long, long speech, Joe, if, he, if he's that of an important person, why do you hang around for 20 or 30 minutes shaking everybody's hand, including the janitor? I mean, by the time he left, the room was empty. He's like the he's like the uncle during Christmas who won't get the hell out after after he's open presents and everything. I mean, leave. time to go. We're all going to bed. Can you please go? The uh, it was it was it was bad. It was bad, and, and we're still trying to figure out. At the end of his speech, he said, "Go get him." I have no clue. So. You know the you know the thing. I, you know we we you know we had a we had an email chain going on last night and you you're probably the same way I had multiple email chains yeah. and sometimes I was forgetting what I <laughs> I'd already said but one time uh, talking about Nancy Pelosi somebody said what is wrong with Nancy Pelosi I said quick the vodka's running out <laughs> I mean she's I, I think that's an appropriate question for you to ask yeah I, I think she was drinking I really do uh, I think she before we got up there I think she had a few too many. And uh, fortunately, her dentures didn't fall out during the address. I take that back. She, I, I hope she has the de- the defense that she was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's an excuse. Yeah. And if you had to go listen to Joe Biden again, you probably would have a few nips yourself. Um, but but it was a bad delivery. I mean, the, he cannot even pause. I mean, it's almost like th- does the speechwriter have to put in you know big le- okay pause here. A period means pause at the end of the sentence. Top of page. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the Ukraine issue, which uh, we've got some stories in Ukraine. That's incredibly sad what's going on over there today. I mean, we have uh, cities that are falling, and uh, it's it's a real mess. But um, he really missed opportunities to speak directly to Putin and the Ukrainian people. Now, he did— managed to try and wrap himself in the glory that is deserved for Ukraine. I mean, the Ukrainian people, Zelensky, they deserve all the applause. But you could, you could just tell that he was trying his best to, yeah, the, the Ukrainian people are important, but, you know, it's really about me. He and, remind, yeah, he reminded me of a mayor we once had in this town, <clears throat> but uh, trying to take credit when something else has been done. <laughs> but, um, no, he— I mean, one of the lines he said last night I wrote down on your point here was he was talking about Ukraine. He said, you know, we're we're united. We are united. And he talked about the countless hours he spent unifying. What a bunch of crap. Hell, he's been in Delaware. Yeah, yeah. Well, not that, but, I mean, uh, Dana Perino made a great point last night on the, you know, post game that, uh, wait wait a minute, you were playing catch-up. It was the Europeans that were there first, and you were playing catch-up. The uh, so, I mean, so that was it. That whole thing of him taking credit was a false narrative. Uh. He did manage to make it clear that the United States would not put troops on the ground in Ukraine. Hmm. Now, listen, we already knew that. Why would you project that to Putin? And why would you not talk directly to Putin and say, buddy, 
you're going to get yours. I mean, you don't have to threaten war, but you can. You could have made it clear, and you could have told the Ukrainian people that we are going to do everything we can possibly do to help you. But he really didn't. I mean, he che- he cheered on. You know, the fact that they're hardy people, and you know, they're they're uh, uh, like a stone wall and all that thing. But really, never talked to them in terms of uh, keep your head up, and we're going to get you the materials and the the weapons as quickly as we can. Um. He, t- he took time to congratulate himself on COVID. Mm. Uh, that was pretty clear. Uh, was uh, I, I don't know if, you know, he might not be seen today because they might have to be giving some uh, massage. To, it was pretty awkward the I number of times he patted himself on the back. Yeah, I bet it's very sore from all that B12 shots he got over the weekend. <clears throat> I think this afternoon, probably tomorrow too, he probably got up late. Got him some sweet potato puree and some applesauce and some inshore, and he's going to he's going to be back in bed before before the sun goes down. The uh, one thing that he made very clear, extremely clear, is that he has never worked in the private sector a day in his life, and he has no clue how the basics of a business operates. Does not have a clue. No, just like just like just like President Obama. I mean, both yeah. of them li- a lifetime of um, quote public service yeah public service yeah um inflation keep your costs down well why didn't we think of that joe and exactly how do you do that joe i mean there are certain fixed expenses that you cannot uh, you you don't think you think if if we had the opportunity to keep the costs down and we weren't doing it that (laughs) i mean what kind of an idiot is (sighs) yeah he said something on that point um along the lines of to, to the business people, speaking directly to the business people, um, cut costs, not wages. Yeah. I think that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Well, and keep, I, keep your costs down. Uh, and keep I'm thinking that, that goes to show you he has no idea because around America, wages are skyrocketing yeah. because, yeah. Yeah. number one, they're trying to get people to go to work. and <laughs> Because of him giving away money. Well, yeah, when you when you've get – Paying people not to work. I mean, they're – the the money that's gone out in the past two years, the, I, really the average citizen, I mean, they may be getting getting and not paying attention, but you're looking at a family of four in the last two years making less than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, just twenty five thousand dollars or more yeah. of um, of stimulus and credits, yeah, yeah, regardless if they were working or not. So, so he says, keep costs down, and then turns around and starts pushing his two trillion dollar boondoggle. Yeah. I mean, and and, and <laughs> talk about not having a clue about economics, and he's pushing it based on the fact that if you if you spend this extra two trillion dollars on my boondoggle, that will curb inflation. <laughs> that, that to me, that is the dumbest thing that I have ever heard. And, and of course, you know, a lot of people, I mean, they just kind of gloss right over when they hear that. But uh, I mean, that's. You know, when you got all these dollars out there, there's more been more money pumped into the economy than any point in our history as a country. I mean, heck, that's that's what's responsible yeah. for inflation. The um, and we he said real clearly, spent a bunch of time talking about how we need to build and buy American, <laughs> except when it came to energy. Yeah, I think you. I, I think maybe you text me that. Somebody texted me yeah, that last yeah. night. Hey, how about buy American oil? I yeah. mean, oh, that's a novel concept. Yeah. And he wants to release the uh, strategic oil reserves, which will last, what, two days? 
by doing that, and we'll and we really won't have any emergency oil at that point. I I, I guarantee you that um, if you look at the data when they when they release the strategic oil reserves, it will not even show up a blip on the radar in mm. price or mm. supply. No. That that is the most ridiculous no. thing. It's basically the only thing that he can do that he has control of. It has no effect, none. The idea that you would not at least at least come back and say, you know what, we need to revisit these leases for for drilling. Uh, I I really didn't expect him to say we need to reopen the XL pipeline. But and and again, you know, he I, at one point he mentioned, you know, th- that the the cause and effect of these things, you know, it, it wouldn't be immediate. And I heard, uh, who was it, uh, one of the talking heads said, well, you know, if you opened an XL pipeline, it wouldn't be an immediate. Yes, it would be immediate because immediately the uh, OPEC nations – in fact, <clears throat> you know, in the next election, <clears throat> if, if let's say Donald Trump is reelected, you're going to see the price of oil drop immediately before he even announces yeah. that he's reopening the XL pipeline. Why? Because the exporting nations, they want to keep the corner on the market. And right now, Joe, you're helping Russia and you're helping nations that fund a lot of terrorism around the world. Yeah, I said last night, uh, probably in the last week, a, a Saudi oil, royal family, oil family has uh, ordered a new yacht. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, now, you know, now West, uh, Germany, West Germany, Germany and some of the other NATO countries talking about uh, you know, just you know, just flat out quit buying from Russia. And was it BP and uh, Shell this yeah. week? has stopped their their contracts where are they gonna go i mean yeah they're they're gonna go to the middle east um maybe maybe some possibly canada maybe but that's where they're gonna go I, I, and the other thing too is just it's mind-boggling that joe doesn't realize if he would do these things he would actually see his poll numbers go up mm. and i'd be honest with you and I, i'm dead serious and i say this Every time a president gives a State of the Union address, he sees some sort of positive bump in the poll numbers. I, Joe will not see one. No. Joe will not see one. I mean, first of all, I don't know how many people watched it. I mean, there was just a lack of enthusiasm, and the applause from the Democrats was, uh, was so forced. But the, the things he starts talking about, too, that are Republican talking points coming out like he invented them, that we need to fund the police— <laughs> After for the last three years, all we've heard about is defunding the police from from the president to the vice president to just about every member of the Democrat Party. Yeah, at at best, the Democrats uh, were silent on the issue. I mean, most yeah. most of the party yeah. was defund, defund, yeah. particularly these left wing right. nuts. But people like Joe Biden and others. Uh, they just kind of flew under radar, didn't say anything, until the poll numbers started switching. Then, then they had a different time. Yeah, they, they, you know, somebody in the Democrat Party can read the poll numbers. But at one point, he was talking about those two uh, New York police officers that went into that apartment, and that, that guy ended up killing them both and then shot himself and killed himself. He's talking about going to New York after these two police officers lost their lives how he and you know I find this hard to believe because I mean Joe will say anything if it makes him more popular. But he's talking about you know I talked to the family of the police officers, and right after he's talking about this, he says, "And we must hold police accountable." <laughs> yeah, you, you just talked about how two police officers were killed in cold blood, murdered, 
And yet you turn right around. I mean, just two seconds later. And but we need to hold the police accountable. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, I mean that that was that was the defining moment to me. That um, he, he really he is not in the moment. He's reading that yeah. s- script from the teleprompter, and he, he really he doesn't know what he's talking about. I, I mean, I I said before the um, State of the Union to my wife last night that uh, you know I think it was Bill Clinton that actually lost the teleprompter during the State of the Union. I, I'm pretty certain it was I think I remember something like <laughs> and, that. And, I mean, of course, Bill Clinton. I mean, say what you want to about Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton was a heck of a speaker. You yeah, know. and he could ad-lib yeah. with the uh, best of them. Yeah, he was full of, well, you know what. But uh, can you imagine if, if Biden would have lost that teleprompter last <laughs> night? I'm, I, I'm telling you, Putin, he would say, the heck with Ukraine, let's go in the United States. They don't have anybody uh, at the wheel. We don't. And then he comes out and said, and let's secure our borders. Mm. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you, you would think uh, you would think this is the same president that talked about our Border Patrol agents horse whipping the yeah. people jumping yeah. across the border yeah. earlier yeah. this year. Yeah. It, it's it, it's like, like the speech last night. Some of it, if you listen to it, you'd say, well, gosh, he sounds like a Republican. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then he well it's our election year so yeah. they're going to sound more conservative and then he'd ice around the edges of some of these far left loons in his party which they they weren't happy with his speech I mean they were they were they came out pretty harsh on him well the 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 line of the night though might be he's talking about the border and all these drugs that are coming across the border and he said we need to install scanners at the border to keep <laughs> drugs out. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The cartel's going to come up and knock on the door and Price say, check on yeah, I-4. we want to come in. Can we go through the scanner now? <laughs> what? The? Wow. You know, and afterwards, the Democrats that hung around and shook the hand, who's the, who's the nutty blue-haired lady out of New York? But it looked like it looked like the extras – on one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I, I, I and I, you know, people say, "Ah, oh, Lamprecht, you're being, you know, callous." And no, it, 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 it. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna come out with blue hair, <laughs> and you're a congressman, oh, it's uh, unbelievable. Carolina Journal is reporting on uh, the response of a number of, uh, of the representatives in Washington from the state of North Carolina. Tom Tills, President Biden, seems to think America is better off than it was a year ago. But that's not how the vast majority of Americans see the consequences of his failed policies. Congressman Butterfield called Joe Biden's message powerful. Hmm. OK. Uh, Democrat Deborah Ross tonight, the president presented a bold plan to combat rising prices. Really? like to hear that plan by promoting fair competition bringing manufacturing back to our shores and addressing our supply chain cha- challenges we can lower everyday costs for the middle class american uh, just quit printing money would be a f- good first step uh, our own greg murphy biden again falsely claims that his build back broke agenda won't raise taxes tax policy center reports that biden's tax plan will raise taxes on 75 percent of families in one year 95% in 10 years. Another White House lie. Uh, Democrat David Price tonight, Biden led with a message of optimism and renewed hope. He understands the hardships facing the American people, but
but knows we can harness our collective resolve to build a better future. And at the, at the end of the speech, Joe was talking about how optimistic, I'm more optimistic now on America's future than I have ever been in my entire life. <laughs> now, maybe he's saying that because we are now at the low, low point under your presidency, so it can only get better. But uh, it just I, I looked at my wife and said, nobody's buying this horse manure. Nobody is believing this crap. I, I can't possibly see how that uh, that scored very well. And I saw some of the, you know, some of the uh, polling experts that they have on Fox News from time to time. And I've seen the same ones on CNN before. You know, the the, the Democrats were were pretty harsh on them on some of the the focus groups, the focus groups they had. So I don't think anybody's buying it. No, no. Oh, oh how about the issue of uh, oh the deficit? He's he's first president forever. The oh, lower yeah. the deficit. Yeah. Well, and I know, I know what they're looking at. You know, <clears throat> figures lie and liars figure. <laughs> but you know, I mean, la- I mean, twenty twenty, our deficit was the which the deficit is just one fiscal year. It's not right. debt. People right. get that confused. Well, of course, it was out of sight because of COVID and all this uh, right. COVID stimulus money, PPP, all this helping out the states with everything. Uh, of course, the deficit were high that year. Well, this year, yeah, it went down. Of course, it went down. But if you look at the structural issues of the deficit, they haven't gone right. down. It's and, just, the, and the debt hasn't gone down. No, heck no. The um, David Rouser, our own David Rouser from here in the East, President Biden's real State of the Union, 40-year high inflation, war on American energy production, border catastrophe, surging crime. That's pretty much it. He didn't talk a lot about crime other than, you know, that we need to hold the police accountable. Well, uh, explain this to me. Democrat Representative Alma Adams from North Carolina 12, President Biden is right. We have to address the maternal health crisis. What the heck is she talking about? Maternal health crisis? That must mean they want uh, more more financed abortions. Is the only thing I can think of. If they're talking about a Democrat. I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess. don't know. I don't know. I guess. Well, um, before we get away from the uh, State of the Union, what was your biggest surprise of the speech? that we're going to have scanners on the border so the drug cartel can go through the scanners i guess (laughs) i laughed the hardest at that well mine i mentioned this i wrote this down last night there was no mention of the quote january 6th insurrection yeah yeah i mean i honestly thought you know they would be talking about the whole same spin attack on democracy and all this sort of stuff it was not mentioned so what does that tell you people in america see through the bs yeah the polling the polling The polling data said, don't mention it. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, some more, a uh, little audio from uh, last night as well, but we got to take a time out. 561-8255. What are your thoughts? Did you watch uh, Cousin Eddie last night? Love to hear from you. 561-8255. We'll be right back. This is your Drive at 5, an ENC with Tom Lamprecht. Welcome back to News and Views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Time to take a look at your weather forecast. Here's Zoe Mintz from Storm Team 9. You never know when the new... 
Hey, that's not Good Zoe. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday, Eastern North Carolina. What a lovely day of weather. The second day of March with highs in the 70s and a lot of sunshine upon us. I hope you all have the chance to maybe take a long lunch break and enjoy the day ahead of us. By tomorrow, 70s once again will return to the forecast before a brief cool down by Friday. But don't worry, we're expecting 80s to return by the time that you end off the weekend and head into next week. I'm Storm Team 9 meteorologist Zoe Mintz for Talk 96.3 and 103.7 Worcester north carolina comes to talk weather brought to you by our friends at the iowa golf and country club warmer weather is here what a better way to enjoy the outdoors with family and friends than being greenside or poolside voted best golf course in greenville three years in a row ironwood golf and country club is waiving all initiation fees and wants you to join in the fun and become a member today not a golfer ironwood's new social membership includes access to their competition sized swimming pool Clay Surface Tennis Courts and member-only full-service restaurant. For more information, contact Membership Director Jenna Doyle at 252-752-4653. Larry from Surf City has been waiting patiently. Welcome in, Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing well. Good to hear from you. Yeah, it's been a little while. Uh, I tried to watch last night. I tried. About five minutes into it, I remembered that my wife had pre-recorded Blind Frog Ranch, so I had to put it on. Because <laughs> that's the only way I could deal with him is to come back during the commercials and just scan. And the, that one part where he broke out his speaking spell and said, the cow goes, oink, oink. That's, I had to turn it off. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm just so tired of this man. I, I, I can't, I, I'm not a very educated person. But it doesn't take an idiot to realize what's going on. Yeah, it's just—it's just—it's yeah. just, he didn't even mention anything about the thirteen Marines that were killed. By the way, though, did you? Uh, Republicans did, you, did. Yeah, Republicans <laughs> did. Um, oh, yeah, the, they did. Yeah, this is. Uh, hold on, Larry. This is. Um, this is cut one, Clark. This is. The president last night, when Representative Lauren Bobbitt and Marjorie Taylor Greene shouts out, this is when he's talking, and this is when uh, uh, Pelosi stands up and applauds. But he's talking about the people, the soldiers suffering and coming back. And uh, anyway, these two Republican women, they made sure that the thirteen were remembered. Cut one. Many of the world's fittest and best trained warriors in the world never the same. Headaches, numbness, dizziness, a cancer that would put them in a flag-draped coffin. I know. Yeah, and she got, uh, well, the the Democrats started booing. But they were, uh, they actually chimed in a number of times. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I... it, it's sort of nice to have. I mean, there are a lot of people who say, "Oh, it's disrespectful." Blah blah blah. You know, it's I, I I sort of appreciated the fact that they were pointing the spotlight at those thirteen service members that he would not have brought up. Yeah, I, I don't like it either side doing it, but um, you know, the thing that people can get pretty tired of, and I know the families of the thirteen and and other service members that have been lost in the last few years. Every time Joe Biden addresses it, he has to interject himself. Oh, yeah. 
his personal story of Bo Biden. And, you know, Bo Biden, he served his country. I'm, I'm sorry, Bo Biden, uh, he lost his son. But it's always the center. Of, a <clears throat> narcissist always he, makes himself the center of attention. He's got to be the center of attention. And, when, and, and even when he's addressing the families directly, he starts talking about that. And it just shows you, yeah. it shows you what he's made of. Yeah. They also, well, uh, they also, I, go what ahead, Larry. I've read about Bo Biden, I'm sorry, what, what I've read about Bo Biden, what some officers in the military that I, when I served, had no, had served with him, had talked about him, he's twice the man that his father will ever be. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty low bar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be so blunt, but that's a pretty low bar. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Larry, thanks for the call. Thanks, Appreciate Larry. it. 561 uh, Is it Nathan? Is that next? Hey, Nathan. Hey, Nathan. What's going on? Yes, sir. Hey, not to put Cousin Eddie on the back burner, but what's going on with the truck drivers coming? Say that again. I'm sorry. We lost you for a second there. I, I, I said not to put uh, Cousin Eddie on the back burner, but what's going on with the truckers? Supposed to be coming up here in Washington. You know, I didn't. I, I, I don't know. I, I've gone through a lot of news stories today, and I didn't see any news stories in any of the publications on the truckers. Yeah, they should be pretty close. I didn't see anything no. on it. And uh, <clears throat> obviously, they weren't there last night. I mean, if, if they were, it was only a couple of them because there was uh, no news about them. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll take a look and see if we can find out. Not unless they were listening in to Joe's speech and to put them to sleep and they had to pull over. <laughs> uh, who knows? <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, it'll put, yeah. it'll put you out. It also make that's you go right. back to the that's also right. speak also make you go back to the liquor cabinet. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. I don't Ain't think no now. Look out. <laughs> if Nancy leaves you any. Five six one eight two five five. I mean she uh, she was uh, she was happy up there. <laughs> five six one eight two five five. Larry, another Larry. Hey Larry. Yeah, that's an old uh sure is. Look, the only thing I got out of what he said last night that he was uh, pretty much going to come after Americans for uh, raising the prices because of inflation. Yeah. And anybody that may have got a PPE loan or anything like that, I'm sure he won't go after the NBA or get another PPE loan, but a small businessman, middle-class American, look out. Yeah, it will be. Now, he's referring to the fact that uh, at one point in the speech, he looked at Merrick Garland and said the Department of Justice is going to investigate anybody mm-hmm. that abused the PPP loans, anything related to COVID. And uh, on one hand, I'm sure there were. In fact, I know there were people that abused that. But it. But your point is very valid. Will well, they go? It, will they use that as an excuse to go after conservatives, law-abiding Americans, yeah, and, yep. and look that's the other exactly way to their friends that actually abuse the system? That's exactly what they're going to do with it. I mean, these you are the same people. These are the, these are the same people that called uh, parents at school board meetings terrorists. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's ridiculous. We need term limits. Thank you. I mean, I, Amen, I, I don't, brother. I don't, I don't know how to get there, but we need parliaments on these people because well, they are ruining our country. Yeah. Madison Cawthorn apparently is going to present that. And the only way I see that passing, I've said this for years, is, and I, I'm willing to do it for the next generation, we need to, whoever proposes it, it needs to have a uh, caveat in there that if you're currently in office, in federal office, this will not apply to you, that your grandfather Well, that's the ones that need to go. Well, I agree with you, but otherwise you're never going to get it passed. 
Well, I, I don't I don't think you ever get it passed unless it's done through a, um, a constitutional convention of states. Because yeah. um, that, you know, and I and we talked about it just a few weeks ago. I made a comment anyway. Um, don't know if Tom agreed or disagreed, but I made a comment that, I mean, if we ever will have a constitutional convention of states as far as, um, ch- you know, changing things such as that, I, I think we're as close now as ever just because oh, yeah. this whole COVID thing, I mean, you're starting to have some blue states that are just, I mean, they're they're actually tired of of what's been going on. Well, you know, there there is there is definitely a shakeup in the political landscape. In fact, believe it or not, the News and Observer, who I hesitate to uh, quote sometimes, but they've got an article out today. The what will soon be the biggest percentage of a political party in North Carolina, and it's not a party, but it's unaffiliated. There are only oh, that, that, there are only six thousand registered voters behind the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm. uh, I tell you, uh, I think I'm in unaffiliated. I left the Democratic Party, and I'm bang on sure not going to join the Republican Party. Yeah. I think Richard Byrd needs to be president, and I'll never vote for Tom Phillips again. Well, I don't think you're alone, Larry. I don't think you're alone. Thank uh, you for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Five six one eight two five five. William down at Camp Lejeune. Hey, William. Or is Wilbur? Wilbur. Uh, Will. Will. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, Will. Uh, yeah, calling from Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Uh, yeah. So I was um, I was on there and I watched it last night. And uh, did you see where uh, Joe Biden was talking about how the Ukrainians, uh, Russia was not going to win the hearts and minds of the Iranians? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <to say> Ukrainians. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. that clown is just he's he's just so lost. At, he reminds me of my grandfather whenever he was trying to tell me something and, and you look at me like, what did you just say? Like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? you know, what are we talking about? Kind of medication or. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, he's, it's yeah. I mean, and you know, for those who suffer from cognitive issues, you know, our, our sympathies go out to him, but we don't want you to be our president. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's the bottom line. I'm not trying to be ugly to the individual, but we don't want you to be our president. So, uh, yeah. 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 Good point. Also to the fact, too, if, if you can't even talk to us in America, how are you talking to these dignitaries and these people that are, you know, ambassadors to, to these other countries and, and making making uh, mindful deals and you can't even – Iranians, that's a whole – Iranians, not even on the same continent. It's not even – a whole total different thing. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you noticed that, but um, Kamala Harris, who was sitting behind him, when, when he said Iranians instead of Ukrainians – you could see her mouthing the word Ukrainians. Yeah, but but to your point on that, Will, um, what two what two weeks ago or a week ago? You know, Kamala Harris went over to Europe to meet with the uh, yeah, Munich, the Munich, yeah, Munich meetings, and the fact that they sent her, I mean, tells you everything. That, <laughs> why? Because I mean, because she's no mental giant at all. I mean, but she, but no. I don't think she has any cognitive issues. She's just not very bright. Right. But, but but she's but better there's, than there's Joe. no way they could send Joe Biden right. over there. He would embarrass himself on the world stage. Yeah, I think he is very much handled second by second, minute by minute, and that's why they you know when he's at a press conference, they immediately rush the press out. They don't let him get very far away from the podium on his leash, and uh, he's he's very controlled, and he has to be. They might have a. They might have a hidden shot collar under that uh, tie. <laughs> yeah, try to little little GPS tracker too. Probably so. <laughs> Wilbur, are, are you a member of our military? Retired. Oh well, thank you for your, yeah, your service, you. sir. 
Appreciate it. Thanks for the call. 561-8255. We got to take another time out. Stay with us. Benny and I'll be right back. washed his head so many times he can now see the answers to his tests from high school. Uh, those aren't the right answers. And you never know what to expect with Tom Lambrecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Welcome back in, Tom, Benny, and Clark. And the rebuttal last night, there was actually a bunch of rebuttals given. I mean, the Democrats are so screwed up, they have two rebuttals for their own president. But uh, the rebuttal from the Republicans was given by Iowa Republican Governor Kim Reynolds. I was impressed. It was short and sweet, but uh, pretty hard-hitting. She said, among other things, we now live in a country where violent crime is out of control. Liberal prosecutors are letting criminals off easy, and many prominent Democrats still want to defund the police. The Biden administration requires vaccines for Americans who want to go back to work or protect this country, but not for migrants who illegally cross the border. The Department of Justice treats parents like domestic terrorists, but looters and shoplifters roam free. The American people are left to feel like they're the enemy. This is not the same country it was a year ago. The president tried to paint a different picture tonight, but his actions over the last 12 months don't match the rhetoric. The thing that Biden doesn't understand either is... The fact that the American people are living through his mandates, his orders, mm-hmm. his lockdowns. I mean, they're living through it. It's, it's, I mean, in years past, liberalism didn't affect the American people like it has affected the American people in the last 12 months. Yeah, it was something they couldn't see yeah. on a daily basis. It, something something large was going on on, on a grand behind scale the scenes, behind the yeah, scenes. But, but, now but they didn't feel it directly. It's every day With today's now. liberalism, mm-hmm. they directly feel it. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to the grocery store, whether the kids are wearing a mask to school, whether their local fire department has been fired because they're not following some sort of uh, mask protocol or vaccination protocol. I mean, the the list goes on and on. Every time they fill up their gas tank, uh, they're reminded of Joe Biden. You know, if if Republicans were smart, all they'd have to do for the campaign is, and it would probably be fairly cheap, get stickers of Joe Biden's face and go to all the gas stations and and pay them, you know, X number of dollars a month to put a a big sticker of Joe Biden's face on every gas pump in the nation. That's all they would need to do. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that yeah you know, it reminds me of um, you've seen everybody there last night. I mean, you you saw one or two masks occasionally. It, isn't it amazing how the science the science all of yeah. a sudden two days before Just the like State that. of the Union address Just like that. no mask and and, and that and that got me thinking about where's Doctor Fauci? I mean, you could not turn on the TV. Why for would, the last well, two years. Then, now, that's another surprise. Now he's gone. Fauci was not mentioned at all. And he you know, he polls terrible right now. Yeah. I mean, he, he's more disliked than Joe Biden is. That son of a gun's gotten rich off of it and is going to retire and give him a big pension. And Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were fools. <laughs> Leaders from Ukraine and Russia are set to meet again tomorrow in Belarus for talks as uh, Russia continues to invade now, my understanding was Ukrainian officials said they would not meet until the bombing is stopped. 
I don't th- I don't see I haven't heard anything about that happening. China today said it would not consider sanctioning Russia for its illegal invasion of Ukraine and said it will continue with normal trade cooperation. China abstained during a United Nations Council, which, by the way, overwhelmingly, the, the, the ones that uh, either abstained or voted in opposition to sanctions, Russia, Belarus, uh, Eritrea, North Korea, and Syria, 141 I votes passed that um, calling on Russia to halt its war on Ukraine and withdraw its military forces. Um, major Ukrainian cities are being bombarded in brutal and bloody attacks likened to full-scale genocide. Roughly 2,000 Ukrainian citizens have been killed in the past six days. Um, the mayor of one of the cities said the whole districts have been leveled with uh, the city surrounding by invaded, is being surrounded by invaded forces as artillery, artillery rains down. Um, Zelensky says current estimates are that 6,000 Russian troops have been killed during the invasion. There's actually a number of uh, pictures out there. If you go to certain publications of dead soldiers on the ground, other stories out there that uh, Russian soldiers who really don't know why they are there are just surrendering without a fight. Now, that needs to happen in large-scale numbers for this thing to turn around, but um, right now, not... uh, it's looking bleak. Say a prayer for the Ukrainians. You know, the biggest surprise to me on the invasion, I mean, I I didn't serve in the military, but have several friends that did at high levels. And I've kind of always been a geek of military history and strategy is why Russia didn't early on. I mean, in in modern day war, the high ground is, is the airspace. And the fact that they didn't win the air early on, um, I mean, this thing got, is been dragged out, dragged out longer than what anybody have. thought, and I'm just amazed that they didn't control the airways right to start off with. They could have got people in and, and the convoys in quickly. I, I'm just a little confused about that. I, I did read today that they were saying that Russia was bringing in more air force. I mean, Ukraine's got an air force, but I mean, it, it can't handle it can't handle Russia. But well, uh, apparently they're flying old MiGs that have been retired, and one of the countries have given to them. Uh, actually, I think there's a story out, too, that uh, the Russian Air Force has flown into Swedish airspace today, mm. which um, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, I mean, was was that a mistake or was that um, why would they tweaking? Be, yeah, why would they be doing that unless they were um, up up around Poland? Yeah, up near the <laughs> Baltics. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, also, this uh, Roman... Abramovich, a Russian oligarch who uh, owns the Chelsea Football Club. Uh, He is one of the richest men in the world, worth some $12 billion, according to Forbes. Um, Apparently, he he, he was believed to be a close confidant of uh, Putin. Uh, He has announced he's selling the football club and uh, trying to offload assets before he's hit with possible sanctions. Apparently, he lives in London but uh, made all his money as a Russian oligarch. But uh, it's it sounds like um, the sanctions are working. I mean, he's he's trying to uh, sell off his assets before they become worthless. When I um, when I spent some time in Russia, someone that we um, we spent some time with, she was she couldn't speak a lot of English, but anytime there was something on TV and they would start showing some 
and they were Russian oligarchs. Some of them, when I would, I would, rec- I would recognize. <laughs> She's a gangsters, gangsters. Well, they are. <laughs> Tell it like it is, yep. out of the mouth of babes. We got to take another time out. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shotgun with your 5 o'clock drive. The drive home should be a delight. This is Tom Lamprecht with more news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Welcome back in. Interestingly, Just the News has several stories on their website concerning uh, Wisconsin and Georgia. And uh, Donald Trump, once again, sounds like he was right. The um, Raffsenberger down in Georgia. That was the Secretary of State. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is uh, Brad Restenberger, uh, Secretary of State. Uh, you know, it was interesting because, remember, everyone was vilifying Donald Trump because he called him up and said, listen, something is wrong here, and you need to investigate it. And, of course, the Democrats all said, oh, he's trying to make something out of nothing. Yeah, they said, made a big deal about a comment. He said, you know, all you got to do is find me 12,000 votes or something. Yeah. But, you know, it was if you if you listen to the whole context of that conversation, it wasn't, it Which, wasn't like that at that's all. What they, they always take it out of context. Yeah. Anyway, Rassenberger sought to dispel whispers in conservative circles. And when he slow walked the probe, he announced in January, although now he's come out and said, listen, the state board of election is picking a new chair, and we can't send out subpoenas until we get a new chair in there. But bottom line is, he is saying that uh, there are plenty of things that happened in Georgia with ballot harvesting, which is illegal in Georgia. That uh, And again, the Georgia vote was pretty close. I don't know what the uh, number of uh, votes it, uh, that <clears throat> Joe Biden won by, but it wasn't a whole lot. I think it was less than 10,000, wasn't it? I think, I think Georgia was. Yeah. Up in Wisconsin, it was uh, just over 20,000 votes, but uh, there's now an investigation going on by a former Supreme Court, state Supreme Court justice in Wisconsin, and they're, they're, his name is Mike, uh, Mike uh, Gableman. He has presented a 136-page report, but one of the highlights of the report is and apparently this all goes back to Mark Zuckerberg and his funding that was supposedly, you know, this is, this is public funding to help the election process. No, it was a f- public funding to help Democrats. Mm-hmm. But among other things, they are saying in the state of Wisconsin, in the counties of Milwaukee, Racine, Dane, Kenosha, and Brown, had voter turnouts in nursing homes— <laughs> From 95% to 100%. Oh, my goodness. Now, again, realize that he only won, Biden only won by 20,000 votes. And you know, the national average in a nursing home is about 60%. Mm-hmm. They were anywhere from 95 to 100%. And now they've done an investigation. There is a guy named Phil Klein, director of a conservative election integrity watchdog called the Armistice Project. And uh, they've done all kinds of investigation. They've done video interviews with family members saying, listen, because they found out after the fact, yeah, Grandpa Joe, our great-grandpa Joe, who's in the nursing home, who is basically out of his mind. And this this is not from me. This is from the family members saying this, that, you know, my great-grandfather cannot vote. He doesn't have the ability, the cognitive ability 
He's actually worse than Joe Biden, doesn't have the cognitive ability to, to know who to vote for or how to vote. And yet these people went in there and voted for him and, you know, got him to check the box. Well, I personally, I've been through that with my grandmother a few years ago. Um, I could not get to the bottom of it, find out who went by there. But she, you know, she had enough ability to know that, hey, I don't I don't know what's going on in politics. I don't even know who the, I don't even know who the current president is. Yeah, yeah. And but they were trying to you know get her to vote, say they'd help her vote and all that, that you know. You should you should stay away. You should stay away. The fa- that's a family decision yeah. with with their loved one. And then, now they'll they'll try to push it and say, hey, we're doing the patriotic thing, helping yeah. these people vote. Yeah, no, you're stealing the vote for uh, your people. Uh, yeah, was it a, a legitimate election? I've said all along, I don't think so. And uh, these reports out of Georgia and Wisconsin uh, just sort of verify the fact. And thanks for your uh, calls. Thanks for being with us. We'll do it again tomorrow. See you at 5. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right.